0: Welcome to the Theory to Action podcast, where we examine the timeless treasures of wisdom from the great books in less time to help you take action immediately and ultimately to create and lead a flourishing life. Now, here's your host, David Kaiser. Hello, I am David and welcome back to another Mojo Minute. Today's Mojo Minute will be a brief history lesson because history is is in fact important, despite what many academics and elites have to say on the subject. So this past week, on November 19th, some 158 years ago, our 16th President Abraham Lincoln addressed those gathered at the dedication of the Soldiers National Cemetery, which is on the property of the Civil War battlefield at Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. And it was just a short four months after the battle had raged there in 1863 that he gave this speech. His speech was short. The previous speaker spoke for some two hours. The then 16th president only spoke for some two minutes. Ten sentences, he said. Roughly some 272 words. But in those sentences, he captured the essence and the core of what was being defended in the Civil War and why these hallowed men and women who gave their ultimate sacrifice of their lives, why they had not died in vain. And please allow me now to read the speech in its, in its entirety. Because, after all, most Americans, especially those under the age of 40, don't know of this greatest of American speeches. Most have never read it, sadly. Sadly. Even more, most were never taught its context. What was Lincoln's aim? Why was the speech important? And so with that, let's read the Gettysburg Address together. Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation, conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Now we are engaged in a great civil war, testing whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. We have met on a great battlefield of that war. We have come to dedicate a portion of that field as a final resting place for those who here gave their lives that this nation might live. It is altogether fitting and proper that we should do this. But in a larger sense, we cannot dedicate, we cannot consecrate, we cannot hallow this ground. The brave men living and dead, who struggled here, have consecrated it far above our poor power to add or detract. The world will little note, nor long remember what we say here but it can never forget what they did here it is for us the living rather to be dedicated here to the unfinished work which they have which they who fought here have thus far so nobly advanced it is rather for us to be here dedicated to the great task remaining before us that those that from these honored dead, we take increased devotion to that cause for which they gave the last full measure of devotion, that we here highly resolved that these dead shall not have died in vain, and that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that the government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. Abraham Lincoln, November 19th, 1863. So as we reflect on that greatest of American speeches, let me pose a question. Have we lived up to Lincoln's request that these men have not died in vain? Something to think about. Now let's go back to the beginning questions we asked ourselves. What was Lincoln's aim, and why was the Pete, why was the speech so important? Well, to begin with, the Civil War proved to be more bloody, more horrific, more destructive than anyone could have imagined on either side, north or south. Lincoln begins to tie the Constitution to the Declaration of Independence. And in a stroke of masterful genius and crisp and clear language, he provides that leadership and explains what the whole Civil War is really all about in a bigger context. And right now in 2021, our country is extremely divided again. And part of that division is because we're extremely divided over our history for the last 2 or 3 decades most Americans have been reading history books that paint the national picture of America as extremely flawed and broken from the beginning i don't believe that and most Americans don't believe that but finally we have a balanced american history book in wilford mcclay's land of hope an invitation to the great american story that paints our national picture as being a very good country, certainly with its blemishes and its birth defects. For as McClay puts it, there is much, quote, to celebrate and cherish in the American achievement, unquote, and certainly there is, but to understand America fully, one must not have a uncritical celebration looking past those blemishes we talked about Because that, in fact, is the greatness of America, how we overcame those blemishes. And how, in fact, by overcoming those blemishes, we are on our way to becoming a more perfect union. And here may I pivot us back to Lincoln and the Gettysburg Address and allow me to read From the Land of Hope by uh, Wilfred McClay regarding the speech Because McClay paints a great narrative. And so let's go to the book quote. In a sense, what Lincoln did in an address of fewer than 300 words was to redefine the war, not merely as a war for the preservation of the union, but as a war for the preservation of the democratic idea. Quote, the government of the people, by the people, for the people. which America exemplified in the world. As such, it reached back to the nation's beginnings and echoed the words of Hamilton and other founders who who saw in American history a larger purpose being carried out on behalf of all humankind. From its origins in 1776, it was to be a nation dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Language that Lincoln took directly from the Declaration of Independence. The current war, he said, was a time of testing for that idea, a time that had produced immense pain and suffering, and there was no end to it yet in sight. But Lincoln urged his listeners to be awed and inspired by the sacrifice of the dead soldiers, had al- by the sacrifice that the dead soldiers had already made and to resolve that this immense sacrifice would not be in vain, and resolve that they would go forward to finish the work the dead men had begun, and bring the war effort to a victorious end. And in conclusion, it quietly but firmly asserted that this work included the commitment that had already been made in the Emancipation Proclamation, that the nation would, under under the providence of God, see, quote, a new birth of freedom, unquote, emerge out of these sufferings. Boy, doesn't Wilfrid MacLeod get it exactly right? With good and balanced history and very good language that gets everything exactly right. Lincoln, with his speech, wanted the country to have a new birth of freedom, and most especially with the Emancipation Proclamation. So again, in today's Mojo Minute, may I ask us the uncomfortable question that we asked earlier. Have we lived up to Lincoln's request that these men have not died in vain? Are we grateful for America? Are we grateful for her history? Do we learn it? Do we read it? Are we awed by it? Most especially, are we grateful for her freedoms, her liberties? Do we understand them? Can we teach them on to the next generation? And finally, let me close with how McClay describes Lincoln's speech and how it was received. Quote, Reports vary widely as to the audience's reaction to the speech that day in Gettysburg. Some accounts suggest that it was overwhelmed by the much longer, more elaborate, and more learned speech by Edward Everett, the former governor of Massachusetts, president of Harvard, U.S. senator, and secretary of state. Others contend that its gem-like concentrated magnificence was fully appreciated on the spot we can never know for sure but we do know that it soon became regarded as one of the classic speeches in english in the english language one that british prime minister winston churchill known mean order orator himself would years later call quote the ultimate expression of the majesty of shakespeare's language unquote and so today let us live up to Lincoln's request today and every day. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this theory to action podcast. Be sure to check out our show page at teammojoacademy.com where we have everything we discussed in this podcast, as well as other great resources until next time. Keep getting your mojo on.